Well, hello, y'all. This is Brother Lee Whaley here at Crusade for Christ Podcast Hour. Wishing you a great day today and a great tomorrow. How y'all been doing? I'm sorry that I hadn't really done much in the last month. But have you ever had one of them dry seasons in your life where you just you just have to stop and you have to listen and you have to pray and you have to seek the face of God and you and you know that there's something going on but you really don't understand it and you're trying to figure it all out. Well, that's kind of where I've been. I've been in a, in a desert place, spiritually speaking, that is. But thank God that God doesn't give up on us and he keeps us where he wants us to be. And sometimes we just need to sit back and listen to what God has to say. And that's what I've tried to do the last month or so and and really nothing i hadn't done it before i mean i always think oh he never listened to god no that's what i mean i mean an intense time with him and um you know in my heart of hearts i just i love the lord i love him with all my heart i mean i just celebrated this past february 6th um 51 years since i was killed in that car wreck doa in a car wreck so God gave me an extra 51 years to live, and if I die right now, it's been good. And I love uh, my life. I thank God for my wife, my kids, my grandkids. It's just wonderful uh, to be alive. But there's also a part of this that's, that's, that's a burden to me. And that burden is simply this, that there are so many people right now in our world, in our country, in our cities, in our even in our churches, that don't understand how important it is how absolutely important it is and if you're listening to me please listen carefully what i'm getting ready to say the bible tells us that in the last days some will depart from the faith and give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils that's in first john chapter number four having their conscience seared. In other words, having their minds really just seared, seared means to, to burn off, uh, to, to to cause blindness is what it is. And in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 and 4, the Bible says, Our gospel is hid to those who are lost, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them that believe not, unless the, Lord, unless the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ should shine upon them. My my goal in my life right now is to reach as many as I can with that good news, the gospel. Folks are dying. Folks are quitting. Folks are giving up on the church. The church has really become a social gathering for progressives and things like that. And what I mean by that, listen, I don't mean to be critical, but anytime a preacher ever speaks about grace or never speaks about the blood of Christ, never speaks about being born again, never preaches on hell, never preaches on sin, never preaches on the things of this world being, you know, our enemy. They are. But that we're all, you know, ukamba and all these kind of things. But, but, but it's really bothered me because our young people today are in trouble. Uh, spiritually, they are. But thank God I just heard about a revival that's going on up in a, a place there in Kentucky. And there's young people that have come together and, and they're coming from all over the world, they say, to do to get part of this revival that's going up there. So we need to pray for them. Maybe it'll start a movement in the young people's lives and, and, and spread across our nation and the world 
that Jesus Christ is king, that he's Lord of lords and king of kings. But you see, here's the here's my here's what I'm going to talk to you about today. And I've talked to you about about it in the in the past, but here's what I want you to understand. Satan is the prince and the power of the air. He's the ruler of this world. I mean, even, even Jesus Christ himself was confronted by Satan in the wilderness temptation. If you remember, when you read the book of Matthew and all those gospels, the, the devil took him out into the desert, and uh, Jesus had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and the devil came up to him and started tempting him about, if you'll turn the rock into bread, uh, I mean, he was hungry, and if you'll get up on this pinnacle and jump off, the angels will protect you. And then he told him, if you'll bow down and worship me and, and uh, serve me, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give you all these kingdoms. Well, if Satan could give Jesus all the kingdoms, that means he had to be in charge of those kingdoms. And God gave him that responsibility, gave him that authority. But God also said, come out from among them and be separate, saith the Lord. Well, what does he mean by that? When we're saved by the grace of God... And the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from our sins, which it does. And we repent of our sins and we turn from our wicked ways by the grace of God, not something that I could do by myself or you could do. You can't do it by yourself. It's got to be by the power and the spirit of the Holy Ghost. It's got to be through his blood. It's got to be through the blood of Christ that was shed on Calvary's cross almost uh, 2,000 years ago. When he died, and of course, he was buried, and of course, the greatest part of it all, he was resurrected. And when this happens in your life, Romans 10 says, If you'll believe in your heart and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be saved. And we hear the word saved, we think, well, this is so, it's so, so thrown around today. It doesn't mean anything. Well, it does mean something. Uh, Acts 4.12, there's no name under heaven given whereby men must be saved. Ephesians 2, 8, 9, for by grace are you saved through faith, that not of yourself. It's the gift of God. It's not of works. At least any man should boast. In other words, we can't boast about it because it's God that it's God that puts it in, in our life. It's God that saved me on November the 9th, 1975, a great day of my life. When I got saved, my life was transformed. It was made new. It gave me a new beginning. And believe me, I needed it. Uh, of course, you know how I was if you knew me back then. And if you didn't, you know it's probably a good thing. But I was walking in sin, living in sin, and like everybody else, I needed to be saved, and I was. But here's the, here's the thing. Today we got so much evil in our world. I mean, people running into, taking cars and running into crowds of people on the street, killing people, running through parades, Christmas parades, shootings in Michigan State University, uh, shootings at a grocery store, uh, white supremacists talking about killing the black people. I mean, folks, people have gone crazy, absolutely crazy. Now, the Bible warns us about that. In the last days, these peerless times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own self. They'll be boastful. They'll be covetous. They'll be blasphemers. They'll be greedy. They'll be all these things. And all these things are happening right now. And then when you think about what Jesus said, he said when they asked him, they said, Lord, when are you, when, <laughs> this is what the Jews said. They said to him, when are you coming back? Now, when they were talking about coming back, he, they're talking about to set up his kingdom on earth. 
But the church, as the begin, this believers in Christ, we're looking for not the second coming, but the advent of the rapture of the church or the calling up in the, in the clouds that happens in 1 Thessalonians 4, 1 Corinthians 15, and throughout the whole, you know, the New Testament in different places, it talks about Christ coming. John 14, you know, 1 through 6, let not your hearts be troubled, but if you believe in me, believe also in, in uh, my father. And he said, in my father's house are many mansions, and I'm going to go prepare a place for you. He said, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you unto myself, that where I'm at, you may there, you may there be there also, you may be there also. And Thomas, of course, said, Lord, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know where you're going. <laughs> we don't know the way. We don't know where you're going. And Jesus looked at him and said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No man comes unto my Father but by me. Right there on my board. I just seen that. I just, oh yeah. Anyway, so it's it's by Christ and Christ alone. So what do we do as Christians? Right now, you see that the churches are being attacked. What is going on in our country right now is Satan is attacking Christianity through the back door. What do I mean by that? Look around you today and open up your eyes. If your eyes are closed and you're blinded to what's going on, you need to see what the Bible says. In the last days, last days, men shall be lovers of their own self. I mean, <laughs> why do you think the biggest industry in the, in the world is? Beauty and health. I mean, folks spend millions of dollars staying to looking to look young and all these kind of things. They have all these operations and they eat, drink all this, these uh, bodybuilding stuff. And I did at one time when I was working out, I drink stuff, you know, to help me uh, work out and give me strength. But now I'm old and, you know, my body's changing. <laughs> anyway, it happens. You're going to get old and you're going to die. And I know that, and that's part of it. But the, but the industry is a multi-billion-dollar industry. Health, looking good, mirrors are everywhere. I want to, and we all do. I mean, don't lie to yourself. If you did, you, if you said I don't care, you're a liar. We want to try to stay in good health, but that's not the key issue. And so the world is eat up with this, and we see it happening all over the place. But the Bible says that we are to not only walk in the spirit but put off the works of the flesh. What does that mean? The works of the flesh. Things that are anti-Christ, anti-God. Now the Bible also says we're in the world, but we're not of the world. That we're just passing through. But you see, when we look around us today, and we see all this evil that's going on, all this hate that's going on, we've got a president that can't even remember his name, running our country and standing up in front of people lying about things that you know are a lie. Well, John 8, 44 explains that. You ought to read it. It's in your Bible. And John 8, 44 says he's talking to the Pharisees and the Sadducees and these religious zealots. And Jesus said unto them, You are of your father, the devil. He was a liar from the beginning, and when he speaks, he speaks a lie. Listen to this, because the truth is not in him. Do y'all understand that? Satan is a liar. He's the anti-Christ. And right now, like I was saying, the churches are being attacked through a back door. Now, what do I mean by that? Here's what I mean by that. This, this, uh, this woke group that we see all over the place, the transgenders, the homosexuals, the, uh, all, those, all those people, plus the ones that buy into that lie. 
that God, you know, created something to be, God didn't create a man to become a woman or a woman to become a man. God created you a man and meant for you to stay a man all your life. You can't change it if that's what you are or a woman. But Satan is using all these tactics to bring around doubt, to bring in division, to bring in homes, to, to tear up uh, families. And he's done a good job with that to transform our colleges and universities into programming minds, doctrination centers. So you say, why are you so angry? I'm angry because the bottom line is the church is not doing what the church needs to be doing. What do I mean by that? I mean, listen, the Bible says that we're to witness to those people. We are to be a witness to those people. We are the light of the earth. We're the salt of the world. That's what the Bible calls Christians. And what does that mean? That means that when they, when we see these people living in darkness, that it's our job to bring the light to them, through, and that's Jesus Christ. Listen, folks, if we don't start praying more, and, sp and I'm talking to me too, don't get me wrong, praying more, witnessing more, loving more, this thing is it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to keep getting out of hand. Of course, our uh, borders, our people are coming in by the millions. We have no idea who they are. They're coming in from all over the world. America is changing. And uh, John MacArthur, and I believe he's right, said that God is turning America over. Well, if that's true, if that's true, God's turning America over. What's he turning it over to? Let me, let me say this, and I don't want to keep on, but i got to tell you this. We as a, as a nation was, have been predominantly Christian for the last 200 plus years. The forefathers, they were predominantly Christians. The Bible, the Christian churches. As a matter of fact, this lady we were talking to the other day, I can't remember, I can't remember who she was, but she was from up north. Um, and we were talking to her, or, uh, it was one of Annette's friends, I believe, from school or something. And we were talking to her about, uh, you know, different things. And I was, I was asking her about how she liked the South. And she said, well, there's a church on every corner down here like that. And I thought to myself at one time, and really we still are, the South is still the Bible Belt. But you see, that was offensive to her. There's a church on every corner. Good Lord. And so we have been, in, the children and the young people, even up to the ages in their 50s, have been indoctrinated by this satanic cultic uh, belief that everything is just okay, God still loves us. And he does. But he doesn't love the sin. He hates sin. God hates sin. And we're all sinners, so that means, no, what we do, we get saved by the grace of God. He loves us despite our sin, but he wants to save us from our sins. See, a lot of you out there say, well, I'm, I'm not that bad of a person. Well, maybe you're not. Uh, but you're still a sinner. What is a sinner? A sinner is somebody that breaks the law or God's commandments. You say, I keep God's commandments. We don't want to even go there. But anyway, no, you don't. We all have told lies. We've all at one time probably stole something or fit something or coveted something or had uh, uh, told lies on God. Or uh, Before I got saved, I used God's name in vain like it was nothing. I needed to get, I needed to get saved from that, and I did. But now we're living in a time where everything's falling apart and they use race against all of us. 
and God has no eyes for race. He loved, the Bible says right there on my sign, it says it all. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, whoever, white, black, brown, I hear people say green, yellow, there's no green and yellow people. <laughs> That's about it, white, black, and brown. And then that mix of people. That he loves us so much that he, that he gave his son that if we will believe in him, we shall not perish but have everlasting life. And that's the message from my heart to your heart today. Have you trusted Christ as your Savior? Have you trusted him as your, as your personal Savior and asked him to forgive you of your sins and repented of your sins and trusted in Christ to be your Lord and Savior? Because, see, without Christ, you're going to go to hell. I don't want to sugarcoat this. I'm just telling you like it is. Hell is a real place. It's a place of fire, of damnation. It's made for Satan. But God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, perishing, going to hell, but have everlasting life in heaven. And that's the answer today. We, we may not like what's going on, and I don't. Oh, I'm, I mean, there's so many times I get in my flesh that I just, I can't understand it. And then I got to, I got to sit back and I got to look at what's going on and say, well, God saved me out of a, out of a world of mess and he can save them. But we've got to tell people, we've got to pray for people. We've got to love people. And by the, by this, they shall know you're, you're my disciples. Jesus said that you love one another. Hate's not going to work. Satan is out to destroy you. Now, look, at here's my, here's, and I'm going to shut up with this. Um, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 14. The Bible says that, that Satan can be transformed into an angel of light. And therefore, his ministers can also be transformed into this angel of light. What does that mean? Satan can dress up in a three-piece suit, get up in a pulpit, and preach the Bible. He can't preach the blood, but he'll preach a lie, and he'll tell a lie, but he can still do that. And if you're not sharp enough to know what your Bible says, you won't know the difference. You'll believe a lie. But it also says, it says, not only is any an angel of light, but in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse number 8, the Bible says, Be sober and be vigilant, for your adversary the devil is a roaring lion. So he's a roaring lion. He's an angel of light. He's a deceiver. He's a, he absolutely hates God's people. Now you say, well, I just don't believe in all that stuff. Well, you will. I promise you, you will. Whew. I mean, it's coming down to the end, folks, and you can see it all around you. This train wreck up in Ohio. I mean, earthquakes in, in uh, Turkey. And if you know what Turkey is, Turkey is Asia, where Asia Minor's at. Thousands of people are dying. Starvation all over the globe. You say, yeah, I, and I know, I know, I know. Nobody knows the day or the hour. I understand that. But as Noah was building that ark and hammering that ark and putting them boards and pieces on that ark, they made fun of him. And they said, oh, it ain't going to never rain. Noah said, yeah, God said it's going to rain. And one day God said, no, it's time for you to get in the ark. It's time to get in. I'm telling you, the door's getting ready to close, and it's time to get in. Are you saved? Have you been born again? Have you trusted Christ as your Savior? If you haven't, would you do me a favor right now? 
If you're driving, don't close your eyes. But if you're not, just close your eyes. And if you really mean, if you really want to be saved and go to heaven, would you just say this prayer after with me? My dear gracious and heavenly Father, right now, right here, I'm asking you in the name of Jesus Christ, my Savior, to forgive me, God, of my sins, to cleanse me, God, in your blood, and wash me, Lord, clean of sin. Come into my heart and make me that new creation in Christ. And forgive me, Lord. And I want to serve you, Lord. And I want to be your child, Lord. And I want to go to heaven when I die, Lord. Please have mercy on me, God. And save me right here, right now. Will you do that? Would you do it right now? Don't wait till tomorrow. We were talking about that yesterday. Because tomorrow never comes. That's why Jesus said today is the day of salvation. Of course, Paul said it, but Jesus inspired it. You'll get that if you're a Christian. <laughs> Paul said it, but Jesus inspired it. Today is the day of salvation. Don't put it off because tomorrow, tomorrow will never come. Tomorrow will never come. Because when you wake up in the morning, it'll be today. Listen, I love you folks. And it's been great talking to you. It's good to see you. Pray for me. Pray for my family. Pray for our ministry. Uh, I have some great things about my podcast that's going on right now. But amen, it's good to be saved. Listen, have a great day and a better tomorrow. And I'll talk to you real soon here on the Crusade for Christ podcast hour. Don't forget to go to church. See you all later. Amen.